Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is a Shares for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons, questions answered. Andrew Page is the founder and managing director at strawman.com. In this quick tip, he discusses how to approach markets during down periods and ways of identifying companies that will be best placed to survive. As he says, chance favours the prepared mind. How well are the companies in your portfolio going to weather stormy seas? That is the question to ask. Unfortunately, it's a question that too many of us sort of ask in the heat of the moment. We don't think about the downside when everyone's making a lot of money, when share prices are marching ever higher. You know, you're only looking at the upside. Then things get scary. Then people start focusing on the downside. And then you're trying to make a judgment of, oh, geez, how bad can this get? And you're trying to make that at a time when you're very emotionally charged, when you're watching you know, lots of red on the screen and your net worth falling. It's not a very conducive environment for objective, you know, clear thinking. So I think it's always good to ask the what if, you know. Yes, absolutely. When you're buying a share, you need to have an optimistic view of the company and all of that. But ask yourself, well, what's the bear case? I should know the bear case better than the bears. I don't have to accept it, but I need to be aware of it. What can go wrong here? So I can't predict what the economy is going to do, but I could probably have a reasonable assumption as to how well this business would hold up during a debt. So for example, two hypothetical companies, we have both of them making a million dollars a year. Let's say they're the same market valuation, but one is loaded up on debt and it sells a product that's highly cyclical, highly consumer discretionary kind of thing. The kind of thing that people are happy to buy when times are good, but when they tighten their belts that, you know, I don't know, ivory back scratches, for example, they're selling something like that. The other is selling mission critical software for large enterprises, manages their accounts or something like that. And it has no debt. Now, when things get tough, I could probably say, well, geez, that first one, it's going to see its revenue fall. It's going to see its profitability dive down lower. It's going to have to continue to service this debt. It might struggle to do that. It might need to raise more capital if it can raise more capital. And maybe to do that, it needs to do it at a highly discounted price. And therefore, I suffer a lot of dilution. I mean, it's not going to be pretty. I'm not having to predict What's going to happen, just what would happen, I can stress test this in advance. The other company, I bet you its share price goes down too during a correction, but it's got no debt, so there's nothing to worry about there. Its customers may be suffering during these tougher economic times, but you just don't live without a core infrastructure as a business. Well, if you do live without it, that's because you don't exist anymore, right? You have to have it. So companies will slash a lot of unnecessary expenses, but they're not going to slash that. And so- As I say, both will suffer because when the market's scary, everything tends to go down. But I know that fundamentally that second business is going to weather the storm so much better. And if I thought that through, I don't have to make a panicky decision now. I can understand that. In fact, I could probably be opportunistic and take the opportunity to buy more. If the market does freak, it's selling it like it is a a highly leveraged hypercyclical company, which it often does. Look at the recent coronavirus uh, crash. Paramedicus, which we've talked about, Phil, got down to 15 bucks. And it's sort of like, well, I don't think they're going to suffer too much. And obviously they didn't. And it's all about chance favoring the prepared mind, as they say. 
And doing this exercise is something that you want to do before the proverbial hits the fan, not after and not during. And that's the other thing to consider as well as what's on your wish list. If you were going to get something at a, a crazy price, have that list prepared in advance. Absolutely. In fact, I think it's always a good idea to have a bit of a wish list. You know, you've got very, very precious capital that you've worked very hard and saved for. You've got literally thousands and thousands of different companies out there. So often I'm asked about perfectly decent companies and I say, it's, it's not a buy for me. I'm not interested. And it seems, oh, you must be negative on the company. You don't think it's going to do that well. It's not really, that's not the question. The question is, is this the best risk-adjusted opportunity for me. So you're building a team of stars here. Who are you going to field on the team? And you only need 15, 20, which we've talked about before, 15, 20 different stocks to be very well diversified and get all the benefits of diversification. So what are the best 20 companies that you want to hold? Now, unfortunately, there are companies out there that are far better than the ones I'm holding in my portfolio, but I don't hold them because I feel as though the price is too excessive. But I've got that wish list, and I've also got next to that a price that I think is reasonable. Now, I don't know if and when the market will get there, but if it does, I've thought it through. And this is particularly relevant in a crash because you, you want to maintain that fussiness. You want to be hyper-selective because everything is going to be cheap during a crash. So you don't just want to be buying anything you can. You want to be able to take the opportunity to buy up on the very best companies that you can. So again, have a plan. You know, <laughs> what do they say? Fail to plan, plan to fail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is, again, from that first point, think it through in advance. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not shares for beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 